deepest secrets, concerns of being a black woman, Negro, Hebrew in America. So come and listen to us. Check us out. We are here to serve you. Barakatha. Listening to Kiva and Kahawia, we are K and K Real Talk, where we talk about real life issues, and we are deconstructing the book, The Black Woman's Guide to Understanding the Black Man. That's that green book. You know what's so? We're at chapter three. Every time you say it, you sound surprised. Like you're so used to saying the Black Woman, um, the Black Man's Guide. (laughs) I am surprised. Woman's guy. <laughs> it is a re- it is a reminder because we you know we did that book in its entirety. This book is just so brand new, and we never referred to it as its title. Mm. It was always just the green book. So yeah, that is true. So before we get into our um, chapter and into our notes. I just wanted to point out something that I realized is going on with me because I've been triggered, ladies and gentlemen, mm. lately. I've been reminiscing about my past and I've been giving myself grief for making better choices that suit me. And what made me think, I end up thinking of a similar public figure who went through something similar as myself. Uh, which is the infamous couple, um, Martin and Gina. Mm. If you recall, (laughs) everybody was mad at Gina 
never mind that Martin was mistreating her or she felt that there was some type of abuse. Mm-hmm. No, the our community did not care mm-hmm. <laughs> about what she was going through or how she was feeling or what he actually did. The attitude was keep the relationship alive. Yeah, because they were together season? so long. <laughs> And they were so cute together. Oh, y'all are goals and goodbye. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I had a Martin and Gina relationship because in the public eye, you know, we seem to be such an ideal model of a couple. But in our home, it was it was a lot of toxic moments. And I it took a lot of courage and willpower and tears and talks with Sister Kahawia and other sisterhoods and you know, it took a lot to separate myself from that, which I'm sure it took a lot for Gina as well, mm-hmm. or Teacher Campbell. <laughs> but um, I just thought of her her story because I'm like, you know, now that it's all over and I have family and friends that come into my life and they will make certain comments about, you know, my choices of moving on and what could have been and stuff like that. Honey, well, you know, my those- comments are pro pro step on. move on <laughs> <laughs> pro step as one would say step honey listen keep moving no looking back what you looking back for ain't nothing back there for you ain't nothing you need <laughs> nothing you need okay yeah you're absolutely correct there is nothing that i need but we do have those attachments ladies and gentlemen that's what I just wanted to put out there like you're going to be triggered Mm -hmm. continuously especially if it's a long relationship I was with my ex for 15 years so it's like a family member departing from so there's moments where I don't think about them at all and then there are severe moments where I'm thinking like dags am I making the right choice and it's good to have a support group yes yes you're making the right choice any choice that leads you you know toward a better future for yourself and your daughter you know to where you're not in that space that you were in just to keep that relationship alive girl it's a better choice yes yes better choice I co-sign that times a thousand (laughs) times a thousand No, it's true. And and we have to be okay with that too. Cause sometimes it's hard um to in stay in focus to say, you know what, I love myself enough to want better. Sometimes having better or striving for better make you feel bad inside. Like, why is this feeling? I'm getting everything that I want, everything that I dreamed of to have in a relationship. I'm actually experiencing. Why am I feeling bad about getting what I actually want? That's because insane. it's new. It's, it's new. Not- it's not something you're accustomed to. And then when you figure, you know, everything that we want, it's like, okay, we finally got it. And it's like, well, now what do I do with it? So it's half the battle is getting what you want. The other half is preparing yourself to receive it. So we got to keep preparing yes. ourselves and, you know, keep getting ourselves ready to actually receive what it is that we want. So when it shows up, we ready for it. There's no question. There's no well, oh man, maybe I don't deserve it. Or maybe, you know, no, there's no maybe fact that there's, I pray for this, I'm ready for this, let's go. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. That is true. I agree with that. You, that leads us into our, our chapter three appearances. Well, you know what, before we get into that, 
<laughs> I do. You had asked me two episodes ago about our listeners, and I told you that I would get back to you. So I have. Oh yeah. In, and we, great though we was worldwide before, we worldwide now, honey. We have okay. listeners in Lagos, Nigeria. Shout out to y'all. We have listeners in Central Singapore, Lisbon, Italy, South America. I'm sorry, not South America. South Africa, Germany, Canada, Ireland, Seattle, Tacoma, Dallas, Houston, Virginia, Atlanta, New York, of course, Columbus, Ohio, Jersey, Cali, Chi-Town, Pittsburgh, Vegas, and Milwaukee. Shout out to all yeah. of you. Thank you so much for your support. And you know, I'm glad you gave um a shout out to the brothers and sisters that's listening to us worldwide because I had a New York brother contact me and I told you this offline and I, I guess it's appropriate to mention mm-hmm. now was that he was throwing shade at our podcast after he complimented us, but he threw shade saying that we reveal too much, that people want to hold things against us. And I'm like, let them do as they must. Honey. Why? This is what separates us from everyone else is because we're, we're not holding back. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you the raw truth as to how we're experiencing life. What's the reason to lie? Right. There's no need to show face or to try to make ourselves appear to be better than what we are. And when we are not rut, <laughs> you're gonna feel it you're gonna hear it yeah when we are when we're at our peak we'll share that experience too but let's ex- let's really experience the journey as it is mm-hmm. versus as you want it to look like and want it to be and that goes into the chapter again appearances we focus so much on appearance that a lot of times we don't take a deep look as to what are we really showcasing mm-hmm. because you may think you're portraying one message but you're actually showing other messages that may not align with what you think you are portraying. Mm -hmm. And Sister Shavazar, she talks about our brothers, about, you know, the fact, first of all, he is the best man in the whole world. he is. (laughs) Even with all his little issues right now, he's still the best. There's no man that is sexier and finer than a black man. Mm. You can put all the sexiest men of the world and you set them next to the sexiest black man. He cannot compete. Okay. There's no contest. Mm -mm. No contest. So she explains that, yes, he is beautiful and he takes a lot of pride in his wardrobe, jewelry, hairstyles, and, you know, pretty much his external expression. And she shares that unfortunately his focus on spending so much money on these garments is misleading the value of fashion because oftentimes that's material and stuff that you purchase there is some quality because i know brothers be like well if you don't spend the money on the garment then you end up purchasing multiple pieces of it because it doesn't last i get that but you don't have to go to the point of spending eight hundred dollars for a coat that you can get <laughs> for, maybe, for maybe 200 right. yeah but our brothers there is they take a lot of pride and in, in their wardrobe and she said it's particularly with their shoes mm. they'll they'll drop almost damn near grand and that's just on their shoes and that's on one pair and this is a habit that is promoted mm. you know this is something that the black man is he promotes it to a point that if you are wearing a no brand, 
the value of yourself is decreased. <laughs> they're looking at you like you ain't you ain't important, you ain't special. <laughs> you 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 poor what's going on with you? Like that's one of the no matter how successful you are in your respective field, among your peer group, if you're not wearing fashionable sneakers, if you are a man according to Sister Sharazad, you lose cool points. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy when you think about it. Like, how much... Like, so you gonna buy these sneakers to wear for only fashion purposes. Them sneakers is not helping you get a job. It's not feeding you. It's not feeding your family. All it Mm -hmm. does is look good. And some of them sneakers Mm -hmm. is ugly as fuck, so we not even gonna say that. (laughs) They just look good. (laughs) Some of y'all be dropping money top dollar on some funky looking sneakers and I'll be like yo word that's all it takes yeah yeah and we keep promoting this habit and this is the goal within the culture like I need it I, I remember even myself getting caught up saving my first few pennies working at Pathmark as a teenager to get some kicks And I got it mainly because I didn't want to be teased in school. My mom didn't put a lot of focus on material things. I had a nice bedroom, carpet, pink and red. I mean, pink and purple walls and a futon bed. Like, I had a beautiful room, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't bring my friends to my room. Right. (laughs) But she she didn't spend money on my clothes. So when I went to school, I didn't, I I was, I was a part of the in crowd because I had a nice personality, but I could never maintain the attention of all because I didn't have the gear. And when they did this, when they started cracking jokes, I always stayed in the far back of the crew because I knew I was (laughs) ready to be slayed because I didn't have, I had no smokings. Mm. Literally my, my shoes was called no smoking. (laughs) (laughs) And I had loved them shoes. I didn't even know. popular until I got aired out and I'm like why does this even matter I still like these shoes well I mean I guess I would say when I was growing up you know in high school (laughs) Jordans was more of a thing I never liked Jordans I've never owned a pair of Jordans I've never bought into that hype just and if for no other reason then it was just you know like the super popular thing to do Anything that I come across as popular, I go the opposite way. I've just always been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, in school, I mean, I've had some no name. I don't know no 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 kins. What you say they was no smoking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know no smoking. Um, but I had some kids. You know, them um, them pro kids. I had them all different kind of colors. Now you uh, had some funky kids. colors, I and I I love fifty four elevens. So I had plenty pair of those. And all the but your colors. mom, your mom gave you the freedom of expression of clothing. Yeah, and really she regretted know. it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> My mom didn't give me freedom of expression. I wasn't allowed to go to the store and pick out what I wanted. She picked out what was on the sale rack and what she wanted me to wear. And if she decided she wanted me to wear a purple shirt, purple pants, purple belt, and purple shoes, and I had a green outfit like that and an orange like that, and if she wanted me to rotate them the way she saw fit. I had to wear that. Oh, don't get it twisted. My clothes definitely came up off that sale rack, honey. And it came from Gabe's. <laughs> so, Which is fine, yeah. but at least you chose them. Yes, I but chose we them. have to train 
we have to one we have to encourage our parents to to let you have a freedom of expression because i've been that one time i went to the mall with my friends we went to the palisades mall for her birthday her uncle took us and honey i came back home with a shirt that said bootylicious (laughs) my mother was like (laughs) now what in the hell now you know i'm not letting you wear that goddamn shirt i was like what's wrong with it and that was you know, during the time that Bootylicious was popping, the song, my body, mm-hmm. honey, I was like, why I can't wear it? And my mother, she's like, well, why don't you get a shirt that says Mary Jane or something? And I'm like, well, that's, that's worse. <laughs> but she didn't know yeah. what the reference was. And she was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, honey, she told my shirt to shreds. I was like, mommy, I spent $20 on that shirt. She was like, $20 on this shirt? Shit. Bet you won't do that no more. Should. Yes, and we, she we, should. We have to put some more emphasis too on on these threads and garments because, again, we're supporting companies half the time that don't give a damn about us or support our communities, and we put so much emphasis on their clothing. Now, if you're doing um doing it responsibly, I guess to say, because it's kind of hard to only shop black-owned clothing stores because it is expensive, but it's possible that you can do it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have 100 pieces in our in our wardrobe. And if you think about it, people really normally wear about 10 to 20 pieces out of their wardrobe on a consistent basis. Yeah. And then you tap into the other stuff on special occasions. But we really have our main shirt, our main pants. So if we bought all of our main stuff from a black-owned company, we could rotate it pretty, pretty decently. Mm-hmm. Um. Sister Shavazad, she shares that the black man putting so much emphasis on sneakers and that's being his main source of footwear. No telling why he's so lax with life because people who was taking care of business are wearing hard shoes. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that made me think of why we as women tend to move up the, you know, the ladder more than men because, you know, we don't always wear sneakers. We have a diversity still in our footwear i mean more girls may now be leaning to sneakers but prior i mean at least in my generation we wore all different types of shoes it wasn't just sneakers you had your boots sometimes you had different different shoe games so sister shavazad is saying that you know this this sneaker is lifestyle for the men is keeping them at a state of being not so serious and they're always on this clowning and this just this fun um decorum they're not focused and serious as what hard bottom shoes requires of black men and i like that she said that um most uh well she said they are must requirements far as hard bottom shoes in all genuine business social or religious affairs among civilized well-bred adults Mm -hmm. so if you think about well-bred one for one thing for certain, the black, the typical black woman and child is not well bred. Hmm. <laughs> We're dysfunctional bred. I mean, <laughs> That's what we've been talking about <laughs> with the the past book, this book. We ain't all put together. It was purposely done to us. It wasn't something that we did to ourselves, but it is the outcome of us. So, how do we get more well bred? And she's saying that our brothers, as mothers. We need to start putting our baby boys and not in just jeans and shorts and sneakers all the time. But they need to start being professional, even if it ain't school. You know what? So even going back to that child, you know, being a baby, like when did the narrative change 
for parents to stop putting the hard bottom shoes on their babies and moving them straight into yeah. sneakers. That's why you just can't walk. That is true. Because that used to be our first pair of shoes, hard bottoms. Mm-hmm. We were, that is that was how a, you gained your footing. Yeah, that I didn't even and think that was, about that. You know, essentially your introduction to this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a that's an excellent point. And they removed that. That became old. Mm-hmm. Old fashioned. Outdated. Like they say this mm-hmm. book is. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> One thing she she does share about our brothers that I didn't even take into account is that he doesn't have, you know, okay, so she 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 slays him in his focus on material things and unfortunately his outrageous spending habit when it comes to wearing shoes but she also shares a note for us sisters to be remindful of is that our black man he doesn't have any escapes mental when he he has mental breakdowns or he's frustrated he doesn't have an escape to use to be able to express his frustrations as we do Mm -hmm. as far as when we have our menstrual cramps or we at PMSing or we just, you know, any kind of feminine <laughs> feeling we have, we can use that to explain why we're behaving the way we're behaving. But he's expected to perform and handle all his shit 24-7-52 per year. Mm-hmm. So I like that she mentioned that because I didn't realize that that is something that we have to kind of just like, I'm in my mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so in the mood today. With this cleanse, honey, I got a whole attitude. I'm hungry. <laughs> I came out, you know, still, still respectful, still greeting my black man, but very much like, look, I'm going to bed because <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> and who? Oh, another thing. All right, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, shout out to Kahawia doing a detox that I actually shared with her. <laughs> And haven't even attempted yet. Girlfriend ain't the worst of the worst since I shared the detox. I still have I have to set a new date. And you know what? When and that's something for listeners too. When you you listening, um, brothers and sisters, and you like that, I need a workout or I need to get my finances in order. Keep putting that pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. Keep telling yourself what you need to do because it's hard. I drop the ball a lot of times, and I admit it, especially even when it comes to this podcast. Howie and I would set a date. That date come. I'm like, ooh, is that date? <laughs> yeah, it is that date. <laughs> yes, it is, Kiva. <laughs> but she's so she's so understanding to me. And I'm so appreciative <laughs> of you being so understanding because I am not at my peak. And I'm not well-bred at this moment in time when it comes to time management. I'm all over the place. And she's, you know, Kahawia, you are phenomenal with your time management. You get your classes in. You know, you just manage to do your me time and your business time and your work time. It seems to flow a lot more fluid and easier for you than me at this time in my life. Well, I will say it's flowing a lot easier at at this point in my life because of the health and the strength of my Black men. Black men I've had in the past had just too much shit with them that I had to focus on not that I had to focus on but that I chose to focus on rather than focusing on self and my black man now gives me so much room to focus on myself 
and cater to him to where I have all of this free time and or not even free time but that I have the better headspace to manage my time effectively I love it yeah shout out to the black men doing what they're supposed to do which is take care of the black woman mm-hmm. period and take care of themselves take care in the of process their insecurities and don't put that on your black woman and make it her yes. problem to deal with because that is yes. gonna lead to something toxic mm-hmm. that's an excellent point because when you when you sh- you know you have some shit with you keep that shit with you yeah. With you and the motherfucking therapist, go sit on somebody's couch. Like, don't be walking or around here with them conference. damn issues. Yes, or sit on your own couch it, with your computer. And therapy doesn't. And, and I'm sorry to say for those who are licensed therapists, but from my experience, it doesn't always have. Because I've been to therapy sessions, and and a lot of them that I've gone to weren't effective. However, therapy can what I was saying is that therapy can definitely happen when you're in the space of telling the truth Mm -hmm. and that truth can be with anyone friend new person and you just met in the street just have your testimony say your truth when you speak truth somebody else is going to be compelled to tell their truth and that's where the therapy and the healing begins because then you hear from someone else's perspective and hopefully you're open enough to allow criticism Mm -hmm. because I have I have friends a part of sisterhoods where they're not growing in in within themselves as you know that they should because they only are in the sisterhood to listen and critique others but they never get real or talk about themselves Mm. ever and if you're that person that could be a reason why you're not getting what you want because you shouldn't be in the same situation you was in a relationship last year the year before you should be progressing every relationship you get into should be better than the last Mm -hmm. if it's getting worse for you you ain't learning Mm -hmm. (laughs) something ain't clicking you ain't learning your your sisterhood ain't all put together your support group ain't all put together or you not being honest with your support group to get the information you need Mm -hmm. so and that's something that sister sharazad is is kind of telling the brothers because she says that you know the fact that he lost his identity somewhere, she said, in the 60s. <laughs> he ain't never really got it back from that era. That, you know, now he, he has become scattered and confused based on his expression of clothes, leisure activities, cars, and just being into sports. This doesn't go into the essence of who he is and what is his true purpose based on what has been done to him. Because, you know, historically, you have a position here in life that you're supposed to move forward based on the generations prior to you. A lot of our brothers and sisters, they omit the past and just continue to live on this individual lifestyle. And Sister Sharazad is saying that brothers that are doing this, this shows that we have a huge issue that we need to fix. Mm-hmm. She says that um, he spends so much, he pays such a special attention in how he makes all of these different pieces of clothes and clothing come together that he love the reactions he get from people you know that's what he's looking for he's looking for that you know woman to eye him and to to look at him a certain way and she goes i love that she shared that you know these brothers are showing penis prints because we always talk about the woman showing it's legendary (laughs) 
And I show be a woman that be like, don't be wearing them gray sweatpants if you don't qualify, honey. <laughs> <laughs> them things is legendary, honey. Them things tell a message. So whether you think you just want to be comfortable, them things tell a message. Heard. <laughs> you were absolutely correct. They are not the ones to wear if you are not. Well, you know what? We said in our last <laughs> in our last book, we're not going to judge the man based on his penis size. So regardless of which, where you at with that, you can wear whatever you want to wear, my brother. Okay? Oh, we said that? <laughs> we, yeah, we said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we love you. We do and love you, you yes. Know, we do love you. And we have to accept that because you know what is getting out of control because now it's getting to a point with sisters with little booties and little boobies, they feeling like everybody's going underneath the knife. Mm. You be happy with what you got. It's too much surgeries happening now. Like before it used to be a white thing. It used to be mm. the American white girl, California, get her boob job done. Now it's going from the lips to the breast. I'm hearing sisters getting their anals bleached mm. so they asshole can look pretty wow getting put getting their vaginas touched never mind up. the fact that shit comes out of it but okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the fuck and this is the focus this that that orgasm that sex that climax like this is so in, it, what makes me encourage well what makes me not go into that world is because I think of my death date when I die and my legacy is brought out. That's that was my focus. Mm. How sexy I was looking. That's like a dumb ass look. Mm. <laughs> like that's all you did. <laughs> you got dressed and looked cute and you fucked. And you gave no contributions to this world <laughs> to making it better in no way. Nothing. That's it. Okay. So you know what? You go to that world. We're gonna give you everything that you reap. You reap what you sow, mm. right? So you're gonna get what you reap. And that doesn't look like a prosperous afterlife. Honey, it's so, so, I, <laughs> so that keeps me in check because I'm like, I want I want my ancestors to be proud. When I die and you know, we all have different visions of what happens. I know that energy it goes somewhere. So wherever my energy go, I want it to go to like mine. Mm -hmm. And I like where I am with my mind. <laughs> Cause I don't want to be a like you all you did was fuck. You gonna go to the like man of uh, like mind of just fucking. You gonna be fucked the fuck out for the rest of eternity. Mm -hmm. Come on. The we have to elevate. No you know, and then I wanna make I wanna make my family proud. Not just so proud and trying to attain greenbacks and property and wealth but I want to be a good person I want somebody to when they think of me to say you know that sister has good energy she made me feel good she helped me just by smiling at me or giving me some information mm -hmm. that's more valuable to me I can I can close my eyes and rest in peace and my having that type of rep represent um representation about me and my 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 spirit so but that's Actually, me you know what, honey that is a great um a great perspective because I sure was backsliding and backsliding in the half head. Like, hold up. <laughs> oh, thank you for bringing me back <laughs> to where I need to be. 
Kiva, thank you so much because I was over here like, hold up, you don't go out. No, no, no. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't be out here perpetrating. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to let that one go. And this is why we need to change our attire. Yeah. You know, um, that that and this is this is a little gem too and i guess i'll share it now since you mentioned that um in last year around august the president of ghana had encouraged all black americans who have suffered slavery to get their dual citizenship in ghana and start investing in property there and they will help with investment opportunities mm-hmm. They'll give you a new name, have a ceremony. And this is something I was going to bring to your attention offline, but I'll put it out to the listeners that's listening. Take advantage of that. We always talk about how to invest, how to do better. We have a country in Africa that recognized they didn't do shit when we went through a Holocaust here in the Americas and they're they're trying to make up for it. And I came across this information. You know how you hear stuff but you don't look into it. I heard about it last year but you know with COVID and everything happening I didn't look into it recently a co-worker of mine he told me he recently went to Ghana and he is doing the process he um, has his dual citizenship and he is working on some investment properties and he said one of the first things that they made him do is do a name ceremony they Mm. made him change his name and he said um, in the process he was speaking to you know, some people about everything and they were telling him that there aren't as many people taking advantage of this opportunity as they thought. And if time continues on with no one taking advantage, they're going to have to make other changes. Not to say they want to sell to the white man or mm-hmm. to our oppressors, but they want to have to do other investment plans. But that's something that's on my agenda. And how we, I think she is interested too I talked to my black man about it I was like all right so what you think and he you know he was like well I'm on board he's like but you know first we got to do this and this and that I was like oh man here we go <laughs> but I needed him to give me that direction because sister girl was about ready to book a flight tomorrow like you have no idea Much. My mind has its own roads. 
you lie so much I see you getting taller in the nose It seems you have both hands on life and think you're in control You tell someone your secret, hope they kept it in their toe You spoke your mind, I heard it once before It really takes some guts to stand and fight for something more I hear them always talking, but I never see the moves You can play the victim or defend your right to choose My deeper prints are on my path Still feel that sunshine now Make some choices, look back and laugh And let those feelings go My deeper prints are on my path Still feel that sunshine now Make some choices, look back and laugh And let those feelings go I forgive you, then remind you of the things you did and I'm changing them repeat again And as the world turns it gets harder just to break the mold And is it my thought someone else is what I've been told You lose a journey when you're yearning only see the goal And grandma told you if you're listening you'll see the road And know your crown has DNA that just can never fold And know your power is your tower you can call it gold My deep footprints are on my path Still feel that sunshine now Make some choices, look back and laugh and let those feelings go Satan is busy. We started talking about investment. He pulled the plug <laughs> out of nowhere. That's so you know what? Your session has ended. <laughs> what? <laughs> we still talking. <laughs> so you know what? We'll get back to that topic at a later time. <laughs> I would definitely discuss it at a later time, but please look into it. If you are a brother or a sister that have gone through slavery, Ghana is looking out for us. And I would start by just Googling um, Ghana invest in African-Americans. It should pop up or even contact the um, embassy, um, Ghana embassy within um, the USA to get more information because that's my, my step. And I literally was put onto this again, literally yesterday. So, Kahawi and I will definitely share with you guys our um journey with that because this is that is definitely on the agenda. Mm-hmm. 
So our, our black man, um, Sister Shavazad, she is just explaining how, you know, us sisters, we're we're at fault because we we look for the man who's showing off or who spends money um on these garments. And you know, we, we give them special. Well, attention. you know what? I will say, hold up. So we not really at fault. Yep. And I would say, but <laughs> no, no, no. Only because she does say that every animal species has yeah. this going on where the male mammal. has to be the strongest. Yes, mammal. He have to be the strongest. He have to be the prettiest. He got to be, well, not the prettiest, but he got to be put together based on his appearance she for that female to go meet. Uniquely endowed. Yes. <laughs> now, whatever you take that to mean. <laughs> that is something that we as people are just another mammal that have the same connotation going on when it comes to mating so it ain't really our fault per se well, it's well we don't have to we don't have to endorse the this $500 $1,000 sneakers spending you know we don't we don't have That's to right. look for him to have that those items on his feet or even purchase those items on his feet to continue to have it is where I was going with. But that's a great point that you brought up. That that is a natural, instinctive mammal tactic for the males to show off to get the attention of the female population. Mm-hmm. So, Sister Shavazad, she she says that the black man becomes immediately less important if he w- dresses as the following. So, he wear plaid, stripes, or polka dots, <laughs> or tweed. <laughs> um... If he wears wide leg pants or pants without pockets, mm. um, under no circumstance he is to wear no name sneakers. Because if he do that, immediate, um, lose all cool points. Um, he must not wear pants that land above his his ankles. We call those high waters. Mm-hmm. Them pedal pushers. Them pedal pushers. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot adorn a suit with the wrong size lapels. And he should not mix unsimilar shades of colors in random sequence. So once he does that, his his value is completely diminished. Well, let me ask you, of the six, which ones did you notate as being like, mm-hmm, I agree? Just I mean, all, all of them, except for the... All of them, I... I it's you know what we're the trendsetters so this is not particularly the man's style i mean some brothers wear stripes and make mm-hmm. it work um i ain't never seen and plaids mm. um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> this is not you know it's not it's really not a part of their their fashion wardrobe at all Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in the she says not that they in church, you know, and they got some, you know, but, yeah, yeah. with a with a suit on. It's those styles can get away with in a more professional attire. Mm-hmm. She said if he violates the rules of how he how he's supposed to dress his as far as his outdoor appearance, he will be laughed at, <laughs> mocked, disliked, less considered. And considered unintellectual, mm-hmm. and pretty much just having no style. But she shows the scattered brain 
reality of our brothers because for him to have style, that means he needs to support white gay men clothing. Mm-hmm. Which is so, what y'all buying at all them damn thousand dollar <laughs> shirts and I'm sorry, did you think Giuseppe was straight? <laughs> <laughs> or whoever the fuck else. <laughs> because that's the gay mafia. Mm-hmm. The 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 everyone knows the gay men, gay white men in particular, run the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. Everyone knows that. So you spend all this money to support their creation. They're just you down. Their efforts from season to season. It's not like I could get it if you buy a set of clothes like how we used to do. Well, you buy a set of clothes that last and you patch it up <laughs> throughout <laughs> the years. And it could even be, you know, given to your child, you know, as your favorite coat or whatever. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. I can see you if you want to invest that much quality that you kind of hold on to it. No, that's not done. Now, I remember Sister Sharazad in one of her lectures, she had, she said she likes to go to flea markets and she went to a flea market with her friend. And a sister was selling all of these expensive clothes. And she was still trying to sell them for like $50 a pop, $75 a pop. And Sister Sharazad, you know, said that I think she said she was interested in one of the items. If I'm not mistaken, it was her or her friend. And they was like, well, I'll pay you $5 <laughs> <laughs> for the shirt. And the sister was like damn near in tears, crying like, no, I cannot give it to you for $5. She was really pressed for money. She's like, I spent a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars on these clothes now if you think about it that clothes that piece of garment that you pay a thousand dollars for it's only a thousand dollars at that point of time with the mm-hmm. hype around it the market around it the trend but once that time period end that value is reduced mm-hmm. tremendously especially you got a pandemic going on nobody got- like buying a car off the lot soon as you drive that motherfucker Right yeah. off the lot, depreciates by thousands. Yes, not a couple Continuous hundreds, thousands, thousands. Yeah, so true. if you buy a brand new car and soon as you cross the parking lot and get to that light, if something happens to that car just in the five minutes that you left, that's your business. Mm-hmm. That is not on the dealership. So we we you gotta take fix it back that. and go. Oh no, I need a new one. Oh, I just got it. No, no, no. That's not how this works. And this is why we don't have money to do the things that we need to do. Because a lot of brothers mm-hmm. and sisters don't have enough money to pay their rent, don't have enough money to put their kids in some extracurricular activities, but they got them Uggs on. Honey. They got that Louis Vuitton bag. They got that new weave in their hair. So, I mean, they got BMWs to match. They got. These and I don't even know why everybody's so obsessed with BMWs. Because in New York, when it snow, them BMWs be stuck in a ditch. Mm-hmm. And my Subaru be out. <laughs> and they high maintenance as hell. Expensive to maintain. Yeah. And, and if you ain't got the budget for it, but you got the car. Like, come mm-hmm. on. She said, that's because we trying to look cool. And she said, cool is explicitly defined as to be able to dress fine, stand absolutely still, to not become ruffled under pressure, walk slow, talk slow, low voice or quiet, being proud. 
and having an outlandish style, impeccably dressed, slick, expensive model car. You have a crowd, but you know not to reveal what you're thinking. You will buy yourself a lot. Um, not committal look on his face or show no emotion. This is the brothers that are cool. And he tends to be very conservative in his lifestyle and clothing selection. And she all said, of these things go against building black family. I know. How the hell are you gonna just be quiet and non-committal? Everybody playing mind games now. That's mm-hmm. the new dating world. No one is being honest. And this is another reason why Kahawi and I decided to do a podcast about being honest. Because People are not being honest. It's like, how how often are you lying? Just a lie. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? where are you going with that? What's going to happen with that? Honey, you know what Libby say? Libby say, you could build a house with all them lies that you like. Honey, that's what Libby say. <laughs> yes, she do. <laughs> but you know what she said? You can build a house, not a home. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have a lot of people out here in houses, but looking for homes, mm. trying to find somebody to build with because they lonely. Mm. You can't build if you're lying. You cannot build if you're lying, and you can't and build. Speaking of which, we all read them three little pigs. So you can build a house, <laughs> but what kind of house you building? You ain't building that brick house. <laughs> that house can be tore down with just the wind. Yeah. The wind blow, whoo, mm-hmm. house gone. Cause brick hurt. Truth hurt. Mm-hmm. It comes down on you hard, but it builds you, and it and it helps you understand boundaries. It helps you to protect what you gain, because when you crying and when you're honest with somebody, and you're able to build with them, and y'all both reveal vulnerabilities with each other. You protect one another, and you start mm-hmm. building that brick home. If y'all out there shallow and just fucking and drinking and chilling, you in that straw house. You in that house of sticks, just just for the moment. You ain't got nothing long lasting. And that's why you have to be careful about or being honest about what you truly want. Because if you want a family, don't be okay with having just being a side piece. Because you got sisters out here and brothers out here that take the experience of a man or a woman and say, it's what I need. I enjoy this person so much. But that person does not align to what you really want. But you mm-hmm. keep them in your atmosphere. You keep them in your world. So they delay your progress to actually get what you really desire. Yeah, because you're bringing yourself down in the process. Yeah. Scattered brain. We got to get our brains in check and become well-bred adults so we can produce some well-bred children. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sister Sharazar, she said the men dress the men who don't follow Western attire, so everything we described prior is the Western, typical Western attire of a black man. She said, but there are some black men, Easterners. Now, these are not particularly the black men that are, um, that went through slavery, <laughs> that dress like this. Some of them are, but not most of them. <laughs> um, these black men, they tend to wear you know, Eastern clothing, they wear large garments, long white or brightly colored gowns. And um, they typically wear it during the seasons that allow them to, because unfortunately in the winter season, they don't have any attire that go along with it because in their climate from where they are, it's always hot. So they'll end up dressing like the black men, the typical black man in America, um, but may not spend as much money as he does. And she says that, you know, 
they all tend to still want to wear the long check names, excuse me, the long neck chains, the thick linked or bands, mm-hmm. whether they can afford it or not. And that I mean, even if they got to borrow it from their man, it's like you wear it on Tuesday and I'm going to wear it on mm-hmm. Thursday. And they have to be verifiably real. Like brothers don't, sisters will wear fake jewelry. Mm-hmm. If they go in an outfit, <laughs> it could be worn. You just take it or you don't wear it every day. But you can wear, you know, when you want men, it has to be verifiably real for them to wear it. Yeah, it's not you real. Have your receipt down there. Yeah, exactly. And if you can't, if it, if this ain't if it ain't real, he ain't wearing it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Man, I can't rock this cubic zirconias. <laughs> I can't have this. My boys will laugh at me." <laughs> <laughs> She goes in to share how, you know, how brothers wear their hair. She shared how our brothers, you know, their haircuts change in many different ways. They have different haircuts, beard shapes, sideburns. She said there wasn't ever where they wore processed hair. That's kind of dying out. Then they wore their afros that was shaped like a globe with a lot of products. Um, and mm-hmm. some wore the chemically forced hair, like Jerry Curl. <laughs> now, brothers wearing weed. <laughs> yes, and you know what's so funny because she did say when I was reading the book, which I was like, this is another outdated moment because you know, aside from the locks and other stuff, she said that when a man wears a weave, you can tell, but you cannot tell. I saw a video mm-hmm. of a man wearing a weave with a shape up. Yes. They have perfected this now. Yes, I couldn't believe it. A shape up, like honey, a, brother was bold, bold, <laughs> bold. But now he got a whole, a whole shape up, a whole face to the side, and a whole damn locks hanging from the top of his head, and he was bald. I was like, what kind of sorcery is this? <laughs> but this must how men must feel when sisters go in a salon bald and come out with all his hair. So I was like, wow. Yeah, the hair industry is really making some phenomenal moves. Like, it's just, you're amazed at what they can do. I was surprised, too, because I met a brother who showed it to me. He's he's trying to get his barber license. And now, think about it. The old school barbers, this is out their league. <laughs> they know how to mm-hmm. cut hair. Now you got to learn how to put glue on somebody's head and attach pieces to their hair. Mm to give them some you know so it's like you know being bold and you know what the thing is as a people we are so innovative that we can figure out how to look good but we can't figure out how to be good ain't that the truth because that is so innovative Mm. i love that it Mm -hmm. it is extremely innovative but we don't know how to come up with a do you think it really matters if you're a good person or not I was once told I had to let go of my ego in order to fly free. I was once told I had to let the past be in order to see. I was always told to let go and let God. Love another but don't worship. It's gonna hurt cause people hurting. It's gonna hurt but you keep working. That's for certain. That's for certain. 
just keep planning for the future Soaking up the past Scared to show your cards This time will it last Crying over spilled milk Never cleaned it up You can be persistent And they swear it all was luck Thoughts feed the brain While the brain feeds the vision You can make a choice But have no choice in need decision All the supervision What they call a prison Faith oversight No pursuits Only mission Little satisfaction In the words that you say You can build a house with all them lies that you lay If I had my last dollar, promise wouldn't split it Faith over sight, no pursuits, only mission And every little thing that you do And every little thing that you say Spins the web you're crawling Makes the bed that you lay And every little thing that you do And every little thing that you say Spins the web you're crawling Makes the bed that you lay Harma play a role in your life though What you came here with and what you write though Hard to practice love fighting over wrong or rights There's no dark just lack of light Sent the truth on the last flight No clarity, no sight Let's not fight Let's not fight But peace don't mean that I'm weak Tough don't make you strong The eyes tell the whole soul The story of your song Little satisfaction in the words that you say You can build a house with all them lies that you lay If I had my last dollar Promise wouldn't split it Faith oversight No pursuits, only mission Oh, and every little thing that you do And every little thing that you say Spins the web you're crawling Makes the bed that you lay And every little thing that you do And every little thing that you say Spins the web you're crawling Makes the bed that you lay brothers and sisters again we got disconnected somehow um technical difficulties maybe it's the late evening of the night um the service are working at its best can be it but um we were just going over you know our brother's just appearance <laughs> and how he um he scattered brain because of how he shows up in the world with his his hairstyles and his just so much focus and need to look a certain way that um, he doesn't really have a plan outside of that. Mm-hmm. And Sister Sharazad is showing that, you know, these qualifiers for inclusion that the Black man has set on himself is, is horrible when there's no other agenda outside of that. And mm-hmm. putting everyone else but themselves. In the process. So Sally points out that the black man, and I'm gonna add black women too, because as Kiva pointed out, we do have this issue as well, that we are great advertisers for these European folk. We are for everybody but advertisers. Yeah, yeah. Hello to you. That's, uh, hey, hey, hey. Hey.
We done made a habit flipping nothing into something. Triple every dollar, dog. I put that on my mama. Who I think they like me, cause I talk about my commas. If I had to do it to it, I'd be frontline with the llama. So I suggest you act right or get left. Uh, kill him with the baseline. Treble clef, uh, put it in the stocking. Then we ship it overseas. And when that Fetty came back, it was more than what we needed. So I suggest you play a part and get it to him. What we doing? Judy is the tribe, the nappy head is super duper. If you ain't rolling with us, then a ticket you against us. So you better keep your cool and keep it moving. Hope you're listening. Let me break it down for a second. Wait, wait. You and I are not the same. Split the cake, I'm out. Lady Motor on his pose of snakes. Uh, don't know why they hit me. I'm just trying to elevate the beast in love, but don't mistake it. If you got it, get it. Shake it, nigga. This is what you want. We can get into it if you're trying to build your world. I can put you in direct connection with the plug. Yeah, you need it until I put you on. Let me break it down for a second. Wait, wait. You and I are not the same. Split the cake, I'm out. Lady Motor on his pose of snakes. Hey y'all, I'm sorry for all the technical difficulties. It is not Satan, it is me. (laughs) Because I had I did some painting and one of my friends who he helped paint, but he disconnected the Wi-Fi, which I don't, you know, he didn't want to paint the, the the system, but in doing so, I don't know what's going on with my machine, so I'm going to have to call my um, server connectors tomorrow, so I'm um, sorry about, about that, if our show is a little scattered, because we, you know, I guess it relates, we've been talking about the scattered brain. We're talking brain. about the scattered brain, so... <laughs> You damn sure got a scat show. (laughs) Most definitely. I mean, we are pretty much at the end. Sister Sharazad is just, you know, again, get the book because we skip a whole lot of information. But she Mm -hmm. just says that, you know, he has not attempted to reconnect his pre-slavery legacy. You know, we, we just continue to operate off this enslaved mentality enslaved to the material things enslaved to the idea of what is considered fun enslaved to the idea of you know just of western life how can why are we so focused on western culture when they are our original oppressors Mm -hmm. we should supposed to be doing the research and getting far away from what was forced on us when we wanted no part of it have you know continuing the Toby syndrome versus getting back into Kunta Kente and it seemed like even though we have a taste of Kunta and we listen to Kunta and we feel his pain and we in that moment we don't rot out with that Kunta Kente attitude and behavior we go back to Toby honey in a heartbeat in the flash <laughs> in the speed of light <laughs> yes yeah, so we have we have some work to do as we know Mm-hmm. As we know, um, and you know, we the his appearance. Who knows what his his well trained, well bred appearance will look like? But it definitely shouldn't be supporting these um, white fashion designers who don't support black community or even care for mm-hmm. the black family, women and children. So, and that was pretty much the the gist of appearance. 
Yeah, and speaking on appearance, I do like when she says, Black women use clothes to look better. Black men use them to feel better. Mm-hmm. Either yep. way, we got to do better. We have to do better. That's my little tidbit. She don't say that part, but that's my little tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> but she does say that in all of the wording in every chapter. The bottom line is we have to do better. Yeah, because our, you know, our book, The Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman, it was about how we can get along with the black mm-hmm. man because he is the true leader. And a lot of our black sisters are not, they just can't get with it. I, I, I've, I have strong sisters in my life who are like, I could be a collaborator, but he ain't leading. He ain't capable of leading. And I have to remind them, sister, we talking about the well-trained, the well-bred black man, mm-hmm. not the one that we encountering today. We're foreseeing him. We're manifesting him into a future reality because it's going to take some time to get him there. But we got to know what we're working towards. Right. Put him back in that position. He's not in that position now, but we want him back where he belongs. He, we want him to maintain his birthright so we can get our due just because mm-hmm. when he's better we're better you know so it, it it all ties in one and if we remember to our part in that as we read the black woman's guide to understanding the black man she pretty was the way sister Shavazad, excuse me the way sister Shavazad is doing it via textbook style she's kind of showcasing to the black man like hey these are things that are part of you that you just feel is you and it's actually not Mm -hmm. this is the frankenstein part of you that you need to kind of check into and fix up and see how it's not helping you get to where you know you should be Cause you need to lead. You can't lead how you lead it now. So she she's putting him out there. She's showing his exposing him for who he really is. And you know what's so funny at work? I have um I actually have a a, a book cover on this book because I'm so tired of mostly non-whites approaching me about the book, and they don't do it in a way to actually learn. They do it in a way to criticize mm-hmm. or it's just to ask questions. Just to be like, oh, you, what you reading about? You know, I I just don't want to go through that mental lane. So I had a book cover on it, but some brothers picked up the book. Two in particular was an older gentleman. He's like over 16. He prides himself in being well endowed at work. Everybody know that he prides himself in that and that he has multiple women. And everyone loves this man because he is, you know, like a father figure. He do look out for people, but he does play the game and juggling multiple women. And he take care of them sexually and with food or how, just keeping his word. He mm-hmm. take care of his woman, but he don't take full responsibility as he's supposed to. Maybe meeting 20% of their 100% needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the younger brother, he also, um, he's like in his 30s and he's not committing to anyone either. And when they read a piece of the book, I forget what part of the book they read, but they were scanning through and it was like, oh, no, put that away. Oh, no, <laughs> no. She, she, she learning our secrets. And it's like, again, when are we going to get serious? Mm-hmm. Like, Honey, as Sister Ali said, we're not going to get serious because, you know what? Until certain things happen. One of the things, back to speaking on appearance, the black man should investigate all of the labels and all the words on the clothing he wears so mm. that he will understand how confusing he appears to intelligent <laughs> people. He should not wear signs or symbols that are alien to his blackness. Yep. 
Exactly. So it's like friend Tommy Hilfiger. Honey and Timbaland. Mm-hmm. Much as we as a people seem to love Timberland boots, that man do not want us in his damn shoes. Nope. But we continue to make him rich. We, do. we continue to put money in his pocket and and feed his babies and his generations to come. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we struggling. And we're not connecting our behavior to our pre-slavery because that's what slaves do. Mm-hmm. They continue to support master because they have no option but to support master. But master is not over you 100% of the time. He is, he still controls your life that you having to work and get a job and all of this, you know, Western society and culture of living. But you can be a little frugal. Mm-hmm. You can you can just you can decide where you spend your money and where you don't spend your money, and you but, can stop focusing on the wrong shit. Yes, but that's that's taking the time to do the research to have a, a strong enough memory bank of who you are prior to slavery. So when you're being judged or accused or you're so called violate, um, <laughs> you have violated a social code among your peers, you know what to say. And that's mm-hmm. for the us parents out here. We have to train our children to stop cracking on one another based on clothing and attire and not having a certain item or thing and get them to channel that energy into a different way. And it's not easy, but mm-hmm. we have to find a way to do it because we encourage this behavior by not setting different trends. And we're trendsetters. We just have to create a different trend. It ain't it is 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 it's hard doing it at first, but once you find the rhythm to it, it's cool. Same thing yeah. was for me with um cow milk to almond milk. It was hard drinking that nutty taste. Honey, it ain't seem like it was too hard for you. It you was. just was like you, well, you I must have not have come in on your beginning stage. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> I came in when you was full fledged almond milk, almond milk, and I'm like goodbye. <laughs> yeah, you came in because I in the beginning every time I ate it, and I love having a bowl of cereal here or there. That's you know I just enjoy it. And when I changed the almond milk, every time I ate the bowl of cereal, I had the nutty taste, and it was like ugh. But I forced yeah. myself to eat it because I'm like this milk is better for me, and now I can pour that milk into the cereal and don't taste nothing different than cow milk mm. you know so it's it's really a um having that courage within to say you know what even if i don't feel right i'm still going to do what is right because mm-hmm. that is what i'm supposed to do and you want to choose whether you want to promote evil or you want to promote good because it's a damn evil behavior to continue to go against all that your bloodline have gone through. They done mm-hmm. struggled and fought for you to have freedoms to continue to uplift us, not to oppress us. Honey. Two snaps on that word. Yeah. And that brother on your job, shame on you. And I'm going to say shame on you because listen to our episodes, get the book, read the book, and figure out where you need to change because it's not just about being well endowed it's not about being a 20 percent for somebody show up correct like it is time for everybody to work on themselves mm-hmm. and get their life honey it's been time 
Yeah. Stop focusing on the wrong shit. Stop being worried about the wrong shit. Focus on something of true substance and value. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's and the process is just going to be so much more rewarding because you do worry at times. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. It's just human nature to worry. But you can snap yourself back into reality when your priorities are correct. When your priorities are not correct, then you start developing habits of drinking or smoking or partying or retail shopping. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we find ways to get over our humps. We have to face those humps. Figure out what what do you need to change to get to a higher level within self. And then once you get to that level, there's something else. There's always something else. We have mm-hmm. computer brains that never max out. <laughs> we'll be learning to the day we die. It's yeah. just how to set up. So we are done with chapter three. Unless there's something else you want to mention, Kahawia. Nope. I think uh, we're all good here. So our next chapter is for communications. Mm-hmm. And let's see how long this chapter is. This is page 59 to 75, 74 to be exact. Okay, a little lengthy, a little lengthy. Well, 73, because 74 goes into chapter 5. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't realize that. So 73. So 59 to 73 will be the next chapter, chapter four, communication. So please read along with us. Don't just listen to the podcast and say, oh, I got enough. Because <laughs> you don't. <laughs> we ain't telling it all. We are not telling it all. And we're only telling things that pertain to us. And you are right. not things that we can speak on and have exactly. something to share. Mm-hmm. So support the sister, purchase her book. It's a worthy read. And we want nothing but the best for you. We appreciate you listening to us and just take sharing that time with us to want to grow and do better because we are in that process and it is not easy. It is not easy, honey. Mm -mm. I think I cry at least once a week (laughs) before I cry every day. (laughs) Mm. It's no easy task. It's not. It's not an easy task, but check into your support group, check into yourself, keep reading about yourself, and keep setting stuff on your agenda to do. Even if you ain't meeting it like me, because I'm, I'm <laughs> getting complete. I'm getting some things done. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm out here working, but I'm not at my peak. I'm not at my mm-hmm. best. Not at all. And I and I can recognize that. So I should be able to. We all have things that we could work on better. We all have things that we can do better. I have things that I can do better, like this workout, honey. I've (laughs) been working out all year long, and I every time I start out with a new workout, and I say, "All right, I don't like this one no more, so I ain't doing that no more." And then I'll do a new one, and then I'll do good for three days, and then. I come home from work, I'm tired, I'm hungry, I eat, and that's the end of that workout. <laughs> <laughs> so then, now I've restarted my work. I can't say how many times I've told my black man, you know what, I'm going to be serious this time. And I'm sure he's just like, all right, golly, I got you. <laughs> like, and I have to actually be serious. So yesterday I worked out. Today, I'm not going to tell you, 
I don't fucking feel like it, but I will because I'm talking about it on here now, and I gotta hold myself accountable. <laughs> And I need y'all to hold me accountable. So I am going to work out today, even though Lord know I'm hungry and I don't and, feel like it. And to help you with that, because um, I know when I was on the top of my game of working out, I haven't been consistent. Like I said, I ain't been consistent with nothing lately. But when I was on my game, I had a routine where I would pick my children up from school or whenever I got off of work. Anytime I was on route to pick up my children from school, I would make sure that I left early enough to get a workout in before I get them. And then my routine was when, as soon as I left from work, I had my gym clothes on and I would not go home before I work out. Because home, sometimes once you get home, that's it. Party done. (laughs) You relax and you, that's your home base. So it's kind of hard. So you know, try to if you if you're like Kahawia and you're trying to figure out how to work out, try to ch- put your workout in, during a routine that you know that is your your routine and you can you can kind of stick to it. And don't beat yourself up for not you know getting it done. Just recognize you don't have it done and then get on it tomorrow. You know. Oh, honey, I don't. The, y'all willing to? The problem tomorrow? is I don't get on it tomorrow. I say, well, <laughs> I've already messed up, so next time I. I feel that wave come through that I'm going to do it <laughs> and I'll do it. And yes, I have to do better. So see, we all have things that we must get better at. So while I'm <laughs> I'm better in, in some areas, I am failing miserably in others. Mm-hmm. And we are work in progress, honey. Yes, we are. We are. And we appreciate you for your time. Most yeah. definitely. So you're going to play a new track tonight? I am. I am going to play a new track from Louis Lotus. It is called Changes. And that's what we're doing. We are all about change up in this piece, okay? We are changing ourselves. We are changing our situation. And we are doing better so that we can change and fix our nation for our generations to come. Oh, I love it. That's beautiful. That's what you say, two snaps? <laughs> two snaps for that word. <laughs> In a swirl. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, lady y'all. Yeah. I've been through changes that I can't explain to you Changing my plans because I'm not a fan of you Man to an animal locked in my sanity Blocked from humanity, covered in vanity Lord, I need saving, they do not hear what I'm saying If it ain't about money and cause I'm displaying I made it through hate and betrayal From snakes covered up in the clothing of kinfolk I'm locked in my mental, trying to keep up with the laws And commandments considered abandoned Because of my standards, I live by the codes Of the jealousy grows from the ones that was close Who could have known, just know that you read what you sow And I am not sleeping anymore And the beast overthrown, and I am the king of this throne and you cannot ruin my zone oh. i made a change yeah. we ain't the same this ain't no game can't mess with lanes i made a change we ain't the same this ain't no game yeah. 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 how can i say that i love you whenever
never promote you. I'm stuck in my carnival ways. This is the purge of my flesh. Remove everything. Less no more taking advantage of grace. How could I look in your face when I know that I'm sinning? I know what you did for me. Know what I could have been. All of the foolery. Demons controlling me. Still you see more in me. How am I worthy of you? Huh. I look up. I see glory in me. Yeah. There's a change to the story, homie. And they told me go ahead and move on and continue the mission uh, Gotta move forward until it's all over So I'm working hard in the kitchen Make a decision Either you're hot or you're cold Or you're right or you're wrong You still gotta be told Hit me more than I know Either way I still love you Until he called both of us home Yeah, Said I would never change Told me that I was never gonna make it <laughs> Wrestling every day I got a battle between myself and all my demons What is the reason? Due to the lack of my faith And the slack of my pace And the shackles and changing The image portrayed I know I'll never make it To hear you say well done, my fellow servants. I made a change. I ain't the same. This ain't no game. Can't mess with lames. I made a change. I ain't the same. This ain't no game. What you feel Make sure you know the difference From your wants and needs You like your free So why not me Just afraid of what's beyond the world we see Knowledge is free Wisdom takes time I got a lot of things that cloud up in my mind No time to hide Just might heal what's inside I've fallen high I've fallen low I get back up and keep it going Got that soul There is no flow Only see sky I'm resilient and they cannot figure why, why, why See, it's hard to believe that a spirit so bright Can be filled with a cup full of pain I sleep close to the edge, shed the tears in the night Use the pain as a ship set of chains There's no name for the space in the mind That feels weak when for help, they all call your name Smoke some herb, have a drink, scream and shout We might do, but to feel that would be insane How about we change? Tired of saying Not quite liberated from those mental chains I know your pain Walked in that lane and expect things to change We fallin' high We fallin' low We get back up and keep it going Got that soul There is no flow Only see sky You're resilient and they cannot figure why, why, why Lose, lose all faith and fear Your mind ain't wanting it
Your natural flow Just-